Hi there, it's Tracy again. This episode of my podcast will be focusing on proactive parenting. A lot of times we, instead of responding, we end up reacting to our kids. And the most important thing that we can do is to deal with issues before they happen so that the kids know what the consequences are and we're not just shooting from the gut because we're upset over something that's going on. Everything's been pre-thought out and come from our head and not from our gut. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about proactive parenting. Now that you have some tools for healthy communication from my other podcasts, um, how to deal with your teens and your young adults, adults, it's time to co-create a home environment that anticipates and prepares for crisis. One of the biggest mistakes parents make is not sufficient attention to kids when everything is moving along just fine. We all know that sooner or later something will go awry. It is better to be prepared to deal calmly with situations which arise rather than that succumb to the ebb and flow of crisis management. Naturally, it is the parent's job to set some ground rules so that kids know what's expected of them. Alfred Adler was the first psychiatrist in the modern era to do family therapy. His philosophy has given inspiration to contemporary parenting courses and support groups around the world. Adler's emphasis was on developing a more collaborative model of parent-child relations, one which also emphasizes the importance of structure and boundaries. He noted that many parents tend to be either too permissive or too autocratic or both simultaneously, which very much confuses our kids. They flip back and forth from one extreme to the other. Active parenting is described as an authoritative approach which emphasizes family meetings and problem solving, the importance of encouragement, and the significance of the logical consequences of behavior. This concept is especially important because it offers kids the opportunity to make real choices based on the consequences of their actions. Adler emphasizes the important principle of versus, or excuse me, privileges versus responsibilities instead of the notion of punishment, such as blanket grounding whenever a child does something inappropriate. There seems to be a direct correlation between the infraction, I'm sorry, (laughs) there needs to be a direct correlation between the infraction and the assigned consequence. If there is a curfew infraction, the consequence is about the curfew. If it's about overuse of the phone or computer, then the consequence should be related to time limitations on media use. This method also deflects parental outbursts because parents feel comfortable in their responses rather than angry. This brings us to the most important rule in active parenting. That's one of consistency. Once you make a rule, you should be very careful about changing it. It will save you a lot of breath and unnecessary energies. Better to have fewer rules, but to stick to them. A second principle of active parenting involves the word no. Contrary to popular belief, the word no is not a curse word. It's actually a form of kindness towards our kids. Giving them too much freedom is like giving them a car without brakes. It can often be scary for them. They need structure, and hearing no from us can actually be a relief. On the other hand, it is totally normal for teens to push the envelope. This is exactly why they need 
our help to define what is appropriate. By giving our kids boundaries and rules with consequences, we are empowering them to make better choices. And the earlier we start, the better. Tweens that are practiced in making choices will probably cause less family chaos in their teens and young adulthood. In addition to assisting our kids in making better choices through appropriate consequences, positive reinforcement is crucial to self-esteem and confidence building and is a great motivator. It is just as important to stoke, stroke as it is to scold, sometimes even more so. It's easy to notice when our kids mess up. A big part of our job is to notice when they don't. Catch your kids doing good. One way to do this is with the star chart. This may seem childish, but it's amazing how well it can work, even with the most sophisticated teens. We don't even have to say anything. Just put it on the refrigerator and watch the kids think or say, wow, mom noticed that I did the dishes and cleaned my room. Our kids want and need our attention and will get it one way or the other. It's our responsibility to present them with opportunities to do good and to applaud them when they do. Another rule of thumb, for every criticism, give two compliments. It might be a stretch at times and take some creative thinking, but finding something positive to say will make them feel like winners. And aside from its importance for your kids, you will be surprised to see how much better you feel about your kids when you are forced to focus on what they are doing right. One extremely effective tool for establishing good parent-child relations is a family or household contract. Such a contract should be based on natural and logical consequences. Parents should be careful not to exaggerate a response to small infractions so that when large infractions take place, they can feel comfortable and entitled to impose the appropriate consequences. Moreover, the most effective home contracts are actually written in collaboration with our kids. If they are invested in the process, they are more apt to stick to the contract. You would be surprised how often they come up with stricter, stricter consequences for infractions than you do. Remember, you are not alone. Chances are many other parents are going through the same thing and will be relieved to hear that they are not the only ones having a tough time. Look for a support group, speak to other parents, consult your kid's guidance counselor at school, look into Facebook groups. There's many Facebook groups for parents of teens and tweens. Whatever you do, do not suffer in silence. Should you need more direction, feel free to contact me by phone 054-810-8918 or by email jerusalemteencounseling.net. And of course, you can read more about me and some of my articles on my website, www.jerusalemteencounseling.net. Wonderful speaking with you again, and I will catch up with you again next week. Have a wonderful day.